Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Good morning and welcome to Bayou Sports here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. Just uh, a lot to talk about this morning. Of course, yesterday we had uh, Jesse Dupuy in talking about officiating and how he got involved in it. And uh, we encourage others uh, in the area where there's a lack of officials right now. So, uh if you uh, love the games of uh, football, basketball, baseball, softball, there are a lot of opportunities to still get involved as an official. And uh, believe it or not, uh, you'll get a little money on the side. So uh, initially, that's what drove Jesse, an opportunity to put a little more money in his pocket and just loved it so much and enjoyed it and stayed with it. Meanwhile, uh, uh, let's start off with a little good news here is DeMar Hamlin's uh, case. Uh, boy, man, just in a little over a week's time, Jeff, uh, Here's a young man uh, thought on the verge of uh, uh, losing his life, uh, end up saving his life, uh, stays in Cincinnati for a little over a week, then moves on to uh, Buffalo Hospital. And they released him yesterday, uh, of course, still under care, but just a phenomenal story uh, in that regard and the, the, the attachment to it with his little program of uh, for uh, Christmas with uh, giveaways to uh, some of the uh, needy children in uh, the area's hometown that's up to over eight million dollars i mean uh you think he might uh spread that uh to a few more cities maybe the city of buffalo where he plays and maybe uh the college where he played at yeah so uh gosh yeah the thing is and you know obviously it's one of the most publicized cardio uh events uh, that you can imagine but uh, I don't know how unusual it is to be back at home eight, ten days after such an event. Uh, you know, people do have heart attacks often. They're not always having to be resuscitated. But uh, I, I don't know how unusual it is, this timeline. But uh, happy to see him back home. Yeah, it is. Uh, and uh, the, as I mentioned, the one good thing, don't, don't know, uh, you know, I don't know if he'll ever be able to play football again. But uh, in the meantime... Uh, I, mean, I think they have to figure out what was the reason it happened. Is that something that would be likely to happen again? And how likely is it for anybody else to suffer that same kind of collision at the wrong time and have your heart stop. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I just don't know. And just uh, amazing uh, how it touched uh, not only uh, the world, but uh, the NFL and its players and uh, a lot going on in that regard. But uh, good to see him uh, released from the hospital. Uh, I'm sure we'll find out uh, over a period of time they're going to look into, uh, as you said, uh, and wonder uh, how how this came about. But in the meantime, uh, good to see him up and about. And uh, hopefully he can live a, a normal life. Meanwhile, the Sean Payton uh, <laughs> scenario <laughs> keeps turning. Of course, the Saints own his rights to two, through the 2024 season. And Wednesday, two more NFL teams jumped into the ring. The Arizona Cardinals and the Houston Texans have requested permission from the Saints to speak with Payton. And according to the NFL Network, uh, joining Denver Broncos in the competition to land the former Saints head coach. Uh, New Orleans, as I mentioned, still holds his rights and, uh, through the 24th season, meaning any team that hires Peyton to be the, its new coach will have to compensate the Saints via trade. Uh, and in fact, I think you've got to do that in advance of signing. That's him. right. That is correct. So that's got to be nailed. So the Cardinals, of course, fired head coach Cliff Kingsbury and uh, – yeah, earlier this week, and uh, one year after signing him, you're ready to an extension. Arizona holds the number three and 35 picks in the 23 draft, and it also has a vacant GM position, so which could entice Peyton uh, to have a hand in selecting uh, key front office people. And from a trade standpoint, Houston would be an interesting partner for the Saints, but the Texans currently hold a pair of first-round picks their own at number two and the Cleveland Browns pick at 12. It's not clear whether Peyton would be interested in coaching either team. Cardinals are dealing with uh, some uh, major instability at the quarterback position after Kyler Murray suffered that torn ACL in the December loss to the Patriots. Murray, uh, the Associated Press Rookie of the Year in 19, signed a massive $230.5 million deal prior to the start of the 22 season. The Texans have 
Texans have had three different head coaches in the last three seasons. They fired Bill O'Brien after the 20 season, David Culley after the 21 season, and of course, Lovey Smith this past week. NFL teams are not able to hold official interviews with coaching candidates until uh, January the 17th. So the saga of Sean Payton goes on, and if you watched uh, the NFL uh uh, on Fox uh, Sunday morning, uh, I think they asked him directly, and he mentioned that it would be the stable ship of ownership and uh, also with the front so office. So you can strike you know. Houston and Texas. I mean, Houston and uh, Arizona, <laughs> Arizona, excuse me. Off the list. So, uh, and, of course, uh, the, the, I can't remember which Walton's son uh, bought the Broncos for $4.7 billion. I'm sure he's got enough cash to throw around with regards to paying Peyton. Uh, is that a job he wants? Who knows in that regard? You saw where Sean McVay told his coaches, feel free to look for another job as if I don't know what my future is, uh, whether it's getting canned or whether it's me uh, moving on, uh, retiring, getting into the television booth. Who knows? And I know that is a coveted job. It, um, it is. And certainly the L.A. Chargers, too. And whether or not you know the Chargers do anything in the postseason may dictate uh, if their coach sticks around. But a ton of speculation around him liking uh, the, the Herbert situation there. I do know this, and, and again, for what it's worth, Jeff Duncan, who covers the Saints for the Times-Picayune and maybe some uh, national pubs as well, says no way he is going to Arizona. Yeah, and so. I just I, – and I mentioned this yesterday. I don't see him coming back to the Saints. I, nah, I just nah. – I really don't, uh, even though he had a good rapport with Mrs. Benson. You know, when he left, uh, I just don't see that. I think Peyton's competitive enough. He'd like to chew on something new. And uh, is that the Rams? Uh, is that the Broncos, the Cardinals, Texans? And believe it or not, uh, there are a few other open jobs around the league, too. I think there were five at one point. Uh, the Colts have a uh, – Colts in Carolina. That's right. So uh, we'll see what uh, what takes place in the next uh, – of course, I can't speak officially to coaches till the 17th. We'll see what shakes uh, around in that. Meanwhile, the playoffs this weekend, you know, they got a couple games Saturday, two games Saturday, and there'll be four – uh, after that, three Sunday and one Monday night for the first time historically. They'll play a Monday night playoff game. Uh, of course, the Saturday games start off at 3.30. Uh, Seattle journeys to San Francisco to take on the Giants. Uh, elsewhere that day uh, at 7.15, the Chargers take on Jacksonville. And a pretty interesting uh, game. Uh, then Sunday at noon, it's Miami at Buffalo. Uh, at the 3.30 game as the Giants will travel to Minnesota. Baltimore will be at Cincinnati for the late game that night at 7.15, just like the schedule uh, through the season. And, of course, the Monday night game as the Cowboys journey to uh, Raymond James Stadium to take on Tampa Bay. And the Cowboys only a two-and-a-half pick. Um, Dak Prescott, uh, there's starting to be questions about him uh, how he's not uh, played well in the last few games, but and Tom Brady, what more can you say? Uh, I don't know how healthy the Buccaneers will be, but it should be an interesting contest. Going back to the opening game at uh, 3.30 uh, Saturday, the 14th, um, the Giants, uh, Giants, the 49ers come in, uh, uh, take on Seattle. They're nine-and-a-half-point picks in that game uh, and San Francisco's defense, pretty solid. Uh, of course, Brock Purdy will be the quarterback, uh, the rookie quarterback, who's played quite well in the last three or four weeks since uh, Garoppolo went down. And then later on uh, Sunday afternoon, uh, the Chargers uh, journey to Va- Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars, where Lawrence uh, has And that's Saturday night. Yeah, yeah 7-15, that is correct. And uh, the Chargers are two-and-a-half-point p- pick, but Lawrence has really paid well the last few uh few weeks uh in that regard see where Tua will not start for miami uh this coming Still on the concussion protocol that's right uh, at the noon game uh buffalo a heavy favorite in that game uh and the weather it looks like it'll be a, a cool 35 degrees up in buffalo uh for that game um not sure about uh with snow uh no doesn't look like any rain of any type so uh it'll just be cold don't know if uh, the sun will be out, but it'll be uh, interesting. And uh, Buffalo, a two-touchdown pick over uh, Miami without their starting quarterback. Elsewhere, the uh, afternoon game uh, Sunday where the Giants journey to Minnesota. Minnesota's a three-point pick in that game. Uh, 
And the Giants have played a little bit better. They started off like a, a house on fire, but uh, they've cooled off a lot lately. And, of course, then you head to uh, Sunday evening at 7.15 where the Ravens journey to uh, Cincinnati to take on the uh, – the Bengals, along with Joe Burrow and uh, the Bengals, a uh, little over a touchdown pick at it. Uh, they're giving the uh, the Ravens eight points, so uh, enough to like. Uh, it's it's going to become down to defense in that game. Two both uh, both play pretty good defense, so we'll see how that'll turn out. The weather there, of course, a uh, high of forty five uh, during the day, uh, a low of thirty three that uh, evening or night, I should say. But that usually takes place early in the morning so uh and then of course the uh final game as i mentioned uh in raymond james stadium as uh in tampa it'll be on abc uh with uh, dallas a two and a half point pick the over and under is 45 and a half and uh, uh we'll see if uh tom brady has another game left in him uh, will he you know there's rumors that i think his contract ends up this year there's rumors that uh, brady would like to play with peyton so if peyton would end up at a spot do you think tom brady would uh, show up and uh, miami isn't out of the picture either from what i see you know i, I know the nfl doesn't care about a competitive imbalance uh, during the regular season about the schedule i wonder if they took into consideration the possibility of Saturday's NFC winner, Seahawks and 49ers, and uh, the winner of that game, is it possible they could play the winner of the Monday night game between the Cowboys and Buccaneers, uh, the Saturday winner having two extra days of rest? I wonder if there is a possibility the winners of those two teams can uh, or games can hook up and whether the NFL thought about it or cared about it. Uh, you're right about that. Uh, just uh, you're right. Two extra days rest for an NFL team goes a long way too. Especially, you know, they always said that uh, when you get into the playoffs, and the intensity really increases uh, throughout uh, the playoff uh, system. And uh, we'll, we'll see how that's going to come into play. As Dallas, uh, I don't think the league would uh, make them play a Saturday game uh, and lose a couple more days. In that regard, so... Uh, that, I would hope, would be completely off the table. But, again, they don't care about those things in the regular season. That's so. right. That's right. So, uh, how about the teams that uh, had to journey to Europe and then come mm-hmm. back and play a uh, Sunday game? Uh, anyway, uh, just the NFL, uh, their own uh, idiosyncrasies. Uh, you never know what uh, uh, they're going to come up with. But, in the meantime, football, uh, college football is over with. Uh, you're going to have to wait till August of next year. Uh, of course, they do have the signing date, uh, which will be, I believe, February 1st, uh, where the last of the uh, uh, young men and women who want to play for their college teams comes about. Uh, interesting news yesterday, though, out of Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. As Walker Howard said, uh, I'm going to think I'm going to get into Porto and see what kind of uh, opportunities I may have. You don't think Billy Napier is uh, watching uh, this? And as soon as he entered, I'm not so sure that uh, Napier was on a phone call to uh, Baton Rouge or Lafayette, wherever Walker Howard is right now, and uh, suggesting that come take a visit to uh, Gainesville. We'd like to see uh, uh, and talk to you. So uh, pretty interesting as a highly prized uh, quarterback out of St. Thomas More in Lafayette uh, entered the portal. I do believe he's entered the portal. He said he was. It's it's reported that he has. Yes, and uh, I'm uh, well, as we speak about that before we uh, take our first break in that regard. I'm going to pull up uh, uh, that quickly in in the portal and see if he has a, has if he has entered the portal in that regard. So uh, bear with me just for a moment as I look that up here on um, uh, an app I have uh, and that. Uh, team rankings and uh, go down uh, LSU's uh, ranking right now is seventh in the country uh, in one of the uh, recruiting spots and in the uh, in the portal for the Tigers has has his name been entered Uh, and uh, don't see it offhand right here see a lot of other names in the portal and don't see See it. Uh, we got a lot of names in the portal for LSU, though. Kids wanting to play in, uh, at LSU. Uh, uh, don't see it right now, Jeff. So if he has entered the portal, it hadn't been listed on uh, 247. So uh, interesting. I did see this uh, in regard to the portal. 
that the NCAA Council votes to limit eligibility for second-time transfers to curb the ballooning portal usage. Uh, and I'm glad to see they're doing something about yeah. it. Yeah, you, I've seen where quarterback JT Daniels is already going to be on his fourth school. Yeah, it's insane. You know, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. So, Anyway, just about time to take our first break here on Bayou Sports. Uh, stay tuned. We've got more coming up uh, with regards to uh, some Pelicans news, uh, FTX, and uh, and believe it or not, Carlos Correa did sign and passed a physical. So we'll be back with more Bayou Sports right after this. Hey, guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Kane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. The Quarter Tavern is the premier spot for live music. The Quarter Tavern, recently named a top 10 bar in Louisiana by bestthingslouisiana.com, they said you'll have a whole night of fun at Quarter Tavern. This popular hometown bar in New Iberia always serves up a great time. Quarter Tavern, 910 East Main across from McDonald's, the best ring prices in the very domestic beer, just $2, imports $3 all day, every day, other than during bands and special benefits. 19 TVs has a cover for the NFL playoffs and no bar with more outdoor seating. Quarter Tavern, 910 East Main. Nowadays, none of us can be without adequate insurance coverage, but we still want to be sure we're getting the best value for the money. That's why so many people call the Schwing Insurance Agency to get a quote. The Schwing family has been handling the insurance needs of businesses and homeowners for almost 80 years. You can depend on Schwing Insurance to find the coverage you need at the best price. So before you buy a new policy or renew an existing one, call the Schwing Insurance Agency for a quote at 365-2357. Schwing Insurance, 300 East Main, across from the shadows. Is it Time for a new roof or to repair the old one? Hi, this is Jake Blanchard with L.A. Classic Roofing. We're a third-generation roofing contractor that has been in the business for over 70 years. As a locally owned and operated company, we're also licensed and insured for your peace of mind. We offer free estimates and a $100 referral fee for full roof replacement. Check us out on Facebook at L.A. Classic Roofing. And the number to call is 465-3888. L.A. Classic Roofing, professional roofing solutions since the 1950s. Now back to Bayou Sports on the all-new Kane 107.5. Welcome back to Bayou Sports here on a big Thursday morning, uh, January the 12th. Uh, elsewhere, uh, last night uh, in uh, NBA action, the Boston Celtics come down to New Orleans uh, to take on uh, the uh, Pelicans and uh, pretty much Boston, who's got the best record right now in the uh, in the NBA, um, pretty much has um, a... Uh, there, Jalen Brown goes off. Uh, I think he's the sixth Celtic all-time to score 40 points and t- over 10 rebounds. I'm surprised uh, maybe uh, Bill Russell might not have done that or Dave, Dave Collins possibly. But uh, he gets 41 points along with 12 rebounds. And uh, they beat the Pelicans last night over in the uh, Smoothie King uh uh, pretty much uh, walked away from it. Never did. Uh, never was in there any serious trouble against the Pelicans in that game. As uh, outscored them 35-32, then 29-26, 33-27, and the uh, Pelicans made a little rally, but they get beat by 11. Of course, C.J. McCollum uh, leads the Pelicans with 38 points. He's 15 out of 24 from the floor. Uh, only hits two out of five free throws, hard to believe. But in the meantime, uh, the Pelicans uh, lose a game to the uh, top seed uh, Celtics right now. And, of course, uh, Zion Williamson uh, has been out uh, for a few games now, and they said uh, as much as three to four weeks he might be out with a uh, tweaking hamstring. Uh, Don't know what his status is uh, onwards. So uh, the Pelicans last night and then also – the Pelicans, uh, excuse me, that game it was in Boston. Yes. I thought it was uh, in uh, the Smoothie King, but in Boston. Uh, in the meantime, uh, the uh, Pelicans, uh, Ingram is still on the team, and I'm not so sure what his status is right now with regards to injury. I'm, yeah, I don't know what his injury status is, but I'm sure that's what it is. And he's a heck of a player, too, uh, for the Pelicans, uh, along with Williamson and uh Two of their most coveted players, McCollum, has uh, been doing a great job for him, along with Nance and some others uh, in that regard, uh, Daniels and Murphy. But uh, meanwhile, Pelicans get a little support from their bench last night. They get about 22 points. 
uh, off the bench. But uh, in the meantime, um, uh, Celtics uh, pretty much control the game throughout, and they uh, lose another. Pelicans, I think, uh, third now in the Western Conference in that regard with the Suns and the Grizzlies ahead of them. So, Jeff, uh, as I mentioned uh, uh, off the air to you about – there's a lot going on right now in Miami. The Heat, uh, Miami-Dade County, is finally cutting ties with FTX, the uh, disgraced cryptocurrency and exchange that owned the naming rights to the Heat Arena for roughly two years. And uh, the driving news, a federal bankruptcy judge on Wednesday terminated the sponsorship agreement between FTX and the Miami-Dade County, which owns the uh, downtown arena. Uh, until a new sponsor is found, the Heat uh, House will simply be known as the Arena. Uh, county spokesperson. How about a good nickname like the Sauna? <laughs> That's right. With you the know? Heat. Yeah. Yeah, just, uh, you know. You, hey, have you heard what they're calling the Smoothie King Center? I'm sitting down. The Blender. The blender. Smoothie King is blended. You know, <laughs> All right. I hear you. A little play on there, uh, words. But, you know, with that, you know, the FTX uh, logo is unlikely to happen. Uh, the removal of those logos. The heat is still in the regular season, such as the removals take time. And uh, the backdrop, the county and the heat announced their intention to cancel their 19-year, $135 million deal back in November after FTX filed for bankruptcy and founder Sam Bankman uh, Freed uh, Fried uh, resigned. Uh, in related news, the Heat aren't the only Florida team uh, or athlete caught up in a mess. Tom Brady mm-hmm. is among uh, the FTX largest individual equity shareholders, according to uh, court documents. So, Four, Forty-five uh, million his shares are worth something to that effect. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're worth. Yeah, you wonder maybe if uh, Mrs. Brady at the time might have had something to say about some of that. I, and I wonder. I wonder <laughs> you know, if that uh, could have been part of the problem. Yeah, I, was I that some know. of her money You know that he might have committed uh, in their marriage? Who knows? Uh, but yeah, in the meantime, if you watch some baseball over the summer, you notice the umpires had FTX. They That was a sponsorship. And quite frankly, I thought, uh, you know, umpires shouldn't be bought by anybody. I mean, I don't care. It's just a bad perception that they might uh, influence a game uh, to benefit uh, the name on their j- T-shirts or right. on their uh, you know, blue shirts. Uh, I, I, I didn't like it. Uh, obviously, it won't be back. Not that one uh, next year, but maybe another sponsor. And maybe they've got uh, some interest in the outcome of a baseball game. But uh, I, I don't like it. Yeah, you're right about that. And also, uh, I'm I'm so scared baseball players are going to look like NASCAR drivers with all the sponsorships on their jerseys and pants. Uh, I saw a great one yesterday, though. I was watching uh, the pregame of the hockey game, and I'm pretty sure it was Toronto Blue Jersey, and uh, it said milk. It just said milk. It, you know, it didn't say the Canadian dairy farm industry. It just said milk. It's just amazing, though, with those guys, uh, the NASCAR drivers. Of course, I that, believe it, the little pun there, that's what drives them uh, uh, to uh, their success stories and all. But uh, anyway, it's going to be. that goes back a long time, too. That's right. I mean, I, I remember as a kid uh, who was into stickers, uh, and we would go to the uh, – Car de- not the car dealers, but auto parts places, and they'd have all these different stickers, and we would um, decorate our own vehicles, bikes, and stuff like That's that right. with those logos uh, looking like NASCAR cars. You know, when I was a kid, we, I never took baseball cards and put them in my, on my sprockets or whatever, and also with the uh, wire rims and all that. Uh, never did do that to my baseball cards, even though... Uh, and more respect for them, huh? Oh, not only that, but uh, even if I had uh, 10 Clem uh, Dillingers or whatever, I never would... Uh, I just, uh, yeah, I just uh, yeah, put the duplicates on the side and kept the originals of uh, uh, elsewhere. Uh, NFL uh, culture shift on display, Jeff. You know, with the Pro Bowl, it's coming down that uh, the Pro Bowl football players, uh, as a matter, they're, they're going to be doing a lot of different things uh, come uh, this year for the Pro Bowl uh, game. And uh, <sighs> uh, we'll see. Yeah, it's going to be a yawner, as it uh, usually is. Uh, Dodgeball. That was one of them. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That just quarterbacks? Uh, quarterbacks on one side, receivers on the other, maybe? That, that's right. So many fingers we can break. And they're going to have all types of uh, competition and skills competition in that regard uh, with head-to-head and uh, – 
think it's going to be interesting uh, to see uh, who can uh, maybe hit a golf ball 350 yards and uh, uh, passing skills, and there are going to be uh, other type skills that come into play uh, with that. So uh, with uh, the NFL action, uh, uh, who knows uh, what their uh, what. Uh, they listed a dodge as you mentioned dodgeball uh, they're gonna uh also do a, a dodgeball uh game uh, uh, i'm trying to think uh some of the other old-fashioned uh uh things they're gonna be doing uh if you can remember one time was it abc had the uh superstars yeah superstars competition and, and athletes uh, from all sports uh including track and field competing in other things uh, that they weren't necessarily number one at. That's know? right. That's right. And uh, with that, uh, they're going to just try to create some uh, competition. Uh, looks like the Pro Bowl where there was tackling and uh, and uh, jarring and all. Uh, didn't, didn't Drew Brees get hurt one year in uh, a pro football game, I want to say, when he was with the Saints, maybe in his earlier uh uh, maybe it was something with his shoulder. He, of course, he, he hurt his shoulder playing in the last game of the year where he tore it apart, uh, I guess diving for football in the end zone or something of that nature. But uh, the And the Pro Bowl viewership has really dwindled over the years. Uh, anyway, the competitions, uh, each event pits the AFC versus the NFC, the winner earning three points for their conference, 24 points available. Dodgeball, four teams of five players play dodgeball tournament, lightning round, 16 players uh, per conference participate in three-part elimination challenging featuring water balloon toss punt catching carnival style target game aimed at dumping a bucket of water on a coach's head the longest drive as i mentioned with uh with a golf ball hitting the furthest precision passing each conference three quarterbacks battle in a timed accuracy competition the best catch two players per conference will aim to impress judges by catching passes in creative ways the grid on gauntlet six players per conference participate in a relay race that includes climbing over walls and pushing someone on a blocking sled also the kick tack toe kick tack toe each kicker's punter and long snapper compete for a game uh, a giant game of tic-tac-toe move the chains four of the five will race to pull a weighted uh, wall 10 yards using first down chains uh the weekends with the pro bowl's first flag football uh games in the lieu of tackle uh the first two games are each worth six points and the final game begins with a cumulative uh score earned by each conference during the uh, week and the winner takes all so uh the pro bowl is uh gone and forgotten and i can remember the, the year that the saints played in it uh, uh, as i mentioned the pro bowl used to move around uh, to the stadiums at one time they played it exclusively in los angeles because of weather and then long know, time in honolulu that's right and players enjoy going out yeah. there and bring their families and enjoy the time out there in honolulu but the year the saints played in the Super Bowl in Miami, the Pro Bowl was there in Miami. In, in that fact, that, that was my idea, and I don't know if someone from the NFL picked up on it, but when they decided it wasn't going to be in Hawaii, uh, two things. It used to be after the Super Bowl. So really, it's pretty anticlimactic after the Super Bowl. And I always thought, um, and, and I know you've been to Super Bowls, I've covered Super Bowls in New Orleans, not a lot of activity for the fans locally. So I thought the Pro Bowl in the city in the week off, the same city the Super Bowl is in, put it there. Two things. Obviously, the teams, the the players playing in the Super Bowl aren't going to play in the Pro Bowl, but they could still have a presence there, be recognized on the field. And uh, so they did it that one year in Miami. happened to be the year the, the Saints were at the Super Bowl. Uh, but they never did it again, and I don't know why. Yeah, good question. And uh, it's just, uh, of course, uh, as I, you know, the tackling uh, injuries come into play. These guys have paid so much money. The owners just want to see their, some of their star players go down with it, a freak injury uh, in, in the course of the Pro Bowl game. But in the meantime, uh, they're trying to challenge some things and see what they can do. I think it'll draw some interest. How much? I don't know. Uh, it's something for television. Yeah, just something to uh, for see. For the NFL play. Network or yeah. whatever network might be airing some of that stuff. 
little filler during that two-week uh, off right. period. You know? Did you see, uh, I forgot to mention this yesterday or even uh, maybe Tuesday after the uh, uh, college football playoff championship game, they didn't allow either team to tailgate. Yeah. Uh, during the course of or the game. fans, basically. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You know, getting out there. Uh, I'm sure the some of the TCU fans may be barbecuing. And, uh, and, again, I don't know what the parking facility – if you look at the stadium see most of the shots, it doesn't look like there's a lot of area right around it where you would tailgate. I know uh, this summer when I went to see Jimmy Buffett in Houston, one of the things I was looking forward to the most was the tailgate because when I've seen him at Jazz Fest, you don't have that opportunity. Right. I haven't been to a Jimmy Buffett concert apart from Jazz Fest uh, since I was in Chicago in 92. And I was really looking forward to the tailgate because that's where you get to meet the like-minded people who right. are there for that's a reason. Right. You know, they've got the songs, they've got the albums or CDs, whatever the case is, but they're there because they want to be around like-minded people. And then I found out, well, this hotel has got a little bit of a party. This hotel had, but no tailgate outside. And I thought, uh, what a shame that was. Uh, It's kind of a a weird facility there uh, in the woodlands. Yeah, last time I saw Buffett, it was indoors. Uh, well, I saw him also outdoors at Margaritaville celebrating one of the anniversaries of uh, Margaritaville, which I'm not sure he owns. But he I he does he, not own the, Margaritaville anymore. That's he licensed right. that out. That, that's to, right. And in, in fact, I was at, uh, I think I was covering Westgate up in Shreveport last year, and we went to the Margaritaville Casino mm-hmm. in, uh, it must be across Bossier, from Bossier. Bossier. And uh, asked for land shark, and they were like, "We don't have land shark here." Uh, I said, "Really? I would have thought you'd have land shark at uh, a Margaritaville." He goes, "Well, he doesn't own it anymore." And I pointed to all these other things with his picture on it or names of his songs. I'm like, well, I think you do take advantage of his shtick. I mean, so come on. Yeah, they uh, matter of fact, over in Pensacola Beach, uh, the Margaritaville Hotel there is uh, not owned by him and no. uh but he put on a concert there one year celebrating the anniversary of the hotel there now, and then, now uh, that again i don't know when he sold those right that franchise but when he was in new orleans he owned that and he'd pop in there every once oh, yeah. in a while and, and that was before it really expanded the way it has it, that you're right uh Anyway, in the meantime, uh, we need to go ahead and take our next break. You're listening to Bayou Sports here on a big Thursday, January the 12th on FM uh, 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be right back with more after this. Is it time for a new roof or to repair the old one? Hi, this is Jake Blanchard with L.A. Classic Roofing. We're a third-generation roofing contractor that has been in the business for over 70 years. As a locally owned and operated company, we're also licensed and insured for your peace of mind. We offer free estimates and a $100 referral fee for full roof replacement. Check us out on Facebook at L.A. Classic Roofing. And the number to call is 465-3888. L.A. Classic Roofing, professional roofing solutions since the 1950s. Nowadays, none of us can be without adequate insurance coverage, but we still want to be sure we're getting the best value for the money. That's why so many people call the Schwing Insurance Agency to get a quote. The Schwing family has been handling the insurance needs of businesses and homeowners for almost 80 years. You can depend on Schwing Insurance to find the coverage you need at the best price. So before you buy a new policy or renew an existing one, call the Schwing Insurance Agency for a quote at 365-2357. Schwing Insurance, 300 East Main, across from the shadows. Landry has been traveling around District 49 talking to friends and neighbors about bringing prosperity and economic freedom to all our citizens. As we visited with thousands of people across our great district, many asked, how can we get involved in moving our district forward? Join us by going to jacoblandryforlouisiana.com where you can easily sign up and join our campaign. Go to jacoblandryforlouisiana.com and register now to join us. Paid for by the Jacob Landry for Louisiana campaign. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. Become part of something bigger. Join the team. We're currently hiring for a variety of offshore positions in both our production and construction divisions. And you can apply right now at danos.com or call us at 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. What does the 50th anniversary of Title IX mean? It means I'm valued. I'm empowered. I can do anything. 
It means I'll pave the way for every girl who plays high school sports in the future. Just like every female student, coach, official, and administrator blazed the trail for me. Because every student deserves the opportunity to play. Encourage girls you know to participate in Louisiana high school sports. This message presented by the LHSAA and the Louisiana High School Athletic Directors Association. Now back to Bayou Sports. Phone lines are open to talk sports at 367-1240. Welcome back to Bayou Sports here on a big Thursday, January the 12th. And as uh, we mentioned uh, just as a teaser earlier in the broadcast, uh, Carlos Correa signs his six-year $200 million deal with the Twins, which was finalized Wednesday after the shortstop passed his physical for the third time's a charm, I guess, uh, I don't know. You think? Well, I, I don't think anything's <laughs> changed. I, I don't think he got real well in two weeks. Uh, I think it's just that the Twins uh, had maybe more information about his health, and although he did have to, um, they did do one look at his ankle apparently Monday or Tuesday, and they were confident in it. And uh, yeah, the way you go. Yeah, and he, uh, you know, boy, he he left a lot of money. You know, the Twins initially but, and, had but, offered but again, him a lot a, more. But it's uh, no, I thought his. I think he declined. He did. He declined his exist. He he had an option to get out of his existing contract. That's correct. Which would have been about half of that for half the time. Right. And so he was obviously looking for a longer term deal, and that's what he ends up getting: six years, uh, about the same per year, but. Six years. Yeah, and he's and, and what, options, I'm sure. 28, 29 years of age, somewhere in there. So, uh, you know, he'd be 35, 36 when uh, this contract uh, ends, and a lot of ball players at that time starting to see their numbers decline. But anyway, uh, the, he's going to be a twin next for the next six years. Elsewhere, uh, full swing, uh, the first uh, full swing Netflix new documentaries about PGA Tour from the creators of Formula One is to drive to survive was released Wednesday, yesterday. The series premieres February 15th. Should be interesting. Anyway, also record uh, revenue for Major League Baseball exceeding $10.8 billion last season, breaking the previous record of $10.7 billion. Of course, that being in 2019, that's, that's per Forbes, and that's, of course, before uh, COVID uh, uh, hit us. And, uh, of course, expenses don't go down. You might have a record revenue, but uh, expenses tend to uh, continue. We talked about the Pro Bowl skills, the Pro Bowl uh, also uh, playoffs this particular weekend getting underway in uh, the NFL with six games on tap, two Saturday, three Sunday, and one Monday for the first time uh, ever. There'll be uh, uh, in that. Meanwhile, in uh, NBA, uh, we talked about the Pelicans uh, losing to the Celtics last night. Of course, the Celtics with the best record in the NBA right now. They have the number one power rating in the Eastern Conference, followed by the Nets, the Bucks, the 76 Cavaliers, and the Knicks over in the Western Conference. It's the Nuggets and Grizzlies, Pelicans and Mavericks. Uh, the Pelicans still hold fourth uh, with about a 60% winning percentage. So uh, right now they just need to get a couple of their stars back uh, in uh, Williamson and also with uh, Zion, I mean uh, Ingram, and hopefully the Pelicans can uh, continue that success they've had. It seems like they win five or six, seven, then yeah. they lose two or three. So just a roller coaster ride right now if they can't get those uh, two. Uh, Find players back. NBA tonight, uh, if you're interested in watching a little NBA uh, clashes on TNT, uh, you'll see the Celtics at Nets uh, at 7.30 p.m. I think that's uh, our time. Uh, Boston uh, has won 8 out of 10. Brooklyn, you know, has won 18 out of 20 but lost Kevin Durant uh, to an MCL sprain uh, for about a month. Elsewhere, later on, their late game that night is the Mavericks at Lakers. And you'll see if uh, Luca can keep it going. He's averaging 41 points, 11 rebounds, and 9 assists. I think the only triple-double ever in the NBA for a season was held by Oscar Robinson back in the 60s. So it's uh, LeBron James also is averaging 38-9-8 and eight in four games since returning. Of course, uh, LeBron's uh, 38 year, years of age. A little NHL news. Uh, the Maple Leafs at the Red Wings tonight. That's a 7 o'clock uh, uh, I would just say uh, match off, face off, uh, and then men's games, basketball tonight. Number eight, Gonzaga's. You don't mention hockey games tonight. You don't mention the Blackhawks. Come I didn't on. see them on the list here. They're still having a tough time, I believe, oh, yeah. this year. They're, go- they're they're going the way of the Bears, uh, looking for the number one pick, I think, right now. 
Yeah, I think the Windy City is uh, affecting their uh, hockey sticks. Yeah, but uh, they're they're hosting the Avalanche, uh, the Stanley okay, Colorado. Cup but didn't yeah, only the best. All right, when you're trying to get out of it. Anyway, uh, in the meantime, also on ESPN tonight, the late game for college is Utah's at number seven UCLA, and uh, elsewhere on the women's side, number nine Maryland at number six Indiana. Uh, so uh, games on uh, PGA the sunny. The Sony Open, uh, this on ESPN Plus, it's at Honolulu's uh, Whaley uh, Country Club. Uh, not sure if I pronounce Whaley right, but uh, with all the Hawaiian uh, names. They, they can't hear us over here. so Yeah, they're probably still sleeping, too, Yeah, over in Hawaii. So uh, in the meantime, uh, but elsewhere... Um, of course, Tua is going to be out for the Dolphins this weekend. We mentioned that a little bit earlier. How will uh, his not being there affect the uh, Dolphins as they uh, uh, take on uh, in a big game for them? So, uh, college of basketball is now in full swing. We'll try to keep you up a little bit with that. Uh, high school basketball, of course, we had a game on uh, Tuesday night. The Panthers play exceptionally well as they beat back Ascension Episcopal by the score of 44-30. to and uh, Episcopal only had uh, Ascension Episcopal only had six points in the first half uh, as the lid was on the basket. And Coach Eric Mouton, Eric, a, a good coach too, just uh, none of his players could find the basket. Meanwhile, the Panthers jump out to a 22 to six lead, hold on for 40 to uh, 44 to 30 win. Uh, uh, I want to say that night. So in the meantime, uh, Jeff, uh, looking around for some other news, we talked a little bit about. Uh, uh, how about how about LSU college baseball being uh, number one preseason pick uh, with some of the uh, writers across the country? Not sure which poll it was. There are three uh, collegiate baseball polls. Another thing with uh, college baseball that came out yesterday is that volunteer assistants can be paid now. Well, uh, they can news. they can get two assist paid assistant coaches now. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, or, or maybe a third. Yeah, um, it is a third. Yeah. It is a third. And uh, and the value to that is that most of those times, those uh, volunteer assistants, basically uh, the school would give them uh, to it, pay for their tuition and maybe some room and board uh, to, to take care of them. So they now, could now if they are students, I can't believe that they'd get paid that, if true. they're actual students. But if they can have a third paid assistant, I don't think he's a student anymore. That's right. And most of those guys work on their masters and things of that nature or uh, maybe take some classes. But in the meantime, now they can get paid. And some of the bigger programs, I'm sort of going to throw some nice money at some of these guys who, uh, you know, they had practice every day. They look at film. Uh, there's a lot of things for them to do. Uh, and, of course, um, college baseball is about, eh, what, maybe five weeks away from kicking off. Usually it's well, around the 20th. It's practice this week, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, I think I saw something about that at, on campus at UL. Yeah, and, of course, uh, with the uh, three or four college teams here in the state that have always done pretty well, LSU, UL, Tulane, uh, even La Tech had a good year last year. So uh, it would be interesting to see. How uh, what takes place this year? Of course, LSU was privy to picking up a few uh, transfers in the baseball portal, which is just as uh, good as a football basketball uh, portal, and they picked up a few uh, pretty good players too. Is uh, uh, LSU coach uh, has done a pretty good job of uh, addressing that, uh, as most schools do. Had a pretty good recruiting year. Uh, Tigers, I'm sure, in the last I don't know twenty some odd years, have led the country in uh, attendance. In that regard, but you know, I've been to a few games up at uh, Alex Box, the the new Alex Box. I guess it's about ten or twelve years old, and the the <laughs> the fans there, some of the older fans, come the seventh inning stretch, they start to leave the game, and I'm going, man, the game in most instances is not over yet, but uh, they go ahead and mosey on out. Uh, of course, I guess they want to catch the uh, news at ten. I'm not God, sure. Beat the traffic, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, in a lot of cases in that regard. And if you so. got kids too. Um, because those many of those midweek games are school nights, uh, the Tuesday Wednesday games. So. Right. Anyway, but uh, any just one of these little things I've noticed with uh, Tiger games going up to Alex Box. Anyway, it's time to take our next break. You're listening to Bayou Sports here on Kane Radio FM 107.5 AM 12:40. We'll be back with more right after this. 
Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. I'm Jacob Lander, and I'm tired of seeing Louisiana fumble away good-paying jobs to our neighbors across the Sun Belt. That's why I'm running for state representative of District 49, because bringing opportunity back to Louisiana is a touchdown for all of us. As your next state representative, I will work hard to expand vocational training programs so that all of our people can have the tools to succeed. I am Jacob Landry, and I am a proven job creator. All I need is your support and your vote. Paid for by the Jacob Landry for Louisiana campaign. The Quarter Tavern is the premier spot for live music. The Quarter Tavern, recently named a top 10 bar in Louisiana by bestthingslouisiana.com, they said you'll have a whole night of fun at Quarter Tavern. This popular hometown bar in New Iberia always serves up a great time. Quarter Tavern, 910 East Main, across from McDonald's, best ring prices in the Berry. Domestic beer, just $2, imports $3 all day, every day, other than during bands and special benefits. 19 TVs has you covered for the NFL playoffs and no bar with more outdoor seating. Quarter Tavern, 910 East Main. Hi, this is Box Car Badgeroy, inviting you to join me and PGA Golf professional Teddy Slyman for Chip Shots. Mondays from 5 to 6 p.m., we'll take an in-depth look at the local, state, and national golf scenes. And we invite you to chip in with your calls at 367-1240. Chip Shots is sponsored by the Coca-Cola Bottling Company, GolfBalls.com, and our local golf clubs, Eagle Ridge, Cane Row, and Sugar Oaks. So let's make it tea time for 5 p.m. on Mondays for Chip Shots on Kane. Dream us live on Kane1240.com and catch the podcast the next day. Now back to Bayou Sports on the all-new Kane 107.5. Welcome back to Bayou Sports here on a big Thursday, January the 12th. And, uh, you know, just uh, kind of recapping some of the Saints season, uh, you wonder what's going to happen to Jameis Winston too, uh, Jeff. You know, uh, he kind of just disappeared after that third or fourth game. Uh, and uh, you wonder if the Saints have already uh, maybe revealed uh, oh, uh, to him what's going to take place. Not sure about that. So uh, also with regards to uh, Alave, I saw an article on him that he, he'd like to bulk up over uh, the offseason, get a little stronger and uh, build up a little more strength. And uh, I, I think he's got an opportunity to uh, – to, uh, uh, be named Rookie of the Year. Uh, in I think some he's NFL. in the discussions. Yes, yes. And uh, we'll see uh, what's going to take place. Of course, the Alvin Kamara saga continues. What's going to take place with uh, he over the next uh, few months as, uh, of course, we saw the continuation of his trial. Uh, I'm trying to remember if uh, they have a court date set again, maybe in February, possibly uh, March. Not sure about that, but uh, that's got to be dealt with with the Saints, and I'm sure he's going to lose some uh, playing time. Uh, and do the Saints hold on to him, uh, try to maybe get some draft choices? Do the Saints take a quarterback in the draft? Uh, the, there are a lot of questions involving the Saints, and then you saw where in the last game uh, the rookie offensive tackle pinning went down uh, again. So uh, how serious as, was that injury? I'm not sure. Uh, but um, – a lot of questions to be answered for the Saints. Mickey Loomis having to deal with that a lot. And also, I do believe, uh, 26 uh, players who are basically uh, be unrestricted and restricted uh, with contracts. I'm sure there are a few of them, but uh, the handwriting on the wall is uh, they won't be back. Who in that number? That's decision Mickey Loomis is has got to make, along with Dennis Allen. I'm sure you have some input to that. But um, in the meantime, uh, a lot of questions for the Saints this offseason. Yeah, I'm trying to look up Kamara. Okay. And, you know, I'm just doing a search of his uh-huh. name. It didn't come up immediately, but maybe if I type in court. Uh, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Anyway, uh, of course, the uh, Saints uh, – if the Saints were planning to move off uh, Coach Dennis Allen, they haven't told him. Uh, in fact, attorneys meet uh, again in court the 23rd of this month. Okay. And so, then a trial date set for March 1st. Okay. I that, thought March sounded familiar yeah, or something. Yeah, it did. It did. Anyway, uh, so uh, it looks like the Saints, I think if they were going to get rid of uh, Dennis Allen, they'd have made a decision about that. But I think he signed a three, four, maybe in a five-year contract uh, this past uh, earlier last year. 
to uh, coach the Saints. So for you Saint fans that are wondering if he was going to move on, and the Saints finally got a little healthier defensively, and, and, and they looked well. much better down the stretch. They uh, did dis- disappointing loss in their final game, uh, but again with nothing on the line, uh, it, it appeared neither team had a lot of heart in them. Yeah, yeah, it's, you're it's right about that. Yeah, it it, it just the, the drive wasn't there. A lot of a. Uh, just just complacency, I don't know, it set in since they didn't have a chance to make the playoffs with Green Bay winning the week previously. And then the Packers getting beat by the Lions to be knocked out of the playoffs and where Seattle slid in in the seventh slot. So uh, a lot of interesting um, aspects to the weekend. We'll see how that uh, come, of course, Monday morning here on Bayou Spots. We'll talk a lot about that. And with the Monday night game, uh, I think kind of – First time ever on Monday night that that playoffs uh, come into play uh, in the NFL. So a lot to talk about. Uh, We'll have a short segment tomorrow after Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. uh, And we'll have a couple of segments on on that. In the meantime, um, as we mentioned earlier, DeMar Hamlin's is uh, heading home. Been released by the Buffalo Hospital. I'm sure still under some type of uh, surveillance and watching him to see how that's all going to come about. in that regard, it's great to see, and uh, of course, his uh, his charity uh, uh, contributions uh, have just a man just going through the roof with over eight million dollars. So he's got a lot of opportunity to make some big uh, uh, givings to uh, needy uh, kids and uh, other operations, which his charity can give to. So, uh, if one good thing came out of that, uh, the money how it would be displaced throughout. Uh, uh, eight point something million dollars. Uh, wow, a lot of money. Anyway, don't know if you have uh, anything else before maybe yeah. we look into today in sports history. As you know, I'm a Northwestern fan. Uh, that was my college team growing up. A uh, little surprised by this one. Uh, again, uh, right. a school as prestigious as they are, but apparently Northwestern has initiated an investigation into an allegation of hazing within the football program. Uh, again, they made a statement to ESPN. Uh, the school was made aware of the allegation after the season. According to the statement, the university has hired an independent attorney, Maggie Hickey, of the law firm Errant Fox Schiff, to lead the inquiry. Northwestern said the investigation will likely include interviews with players, coaches, and staff members. Uh, again, the statement said, while we do not yet know whether the allegations are true, Hazing is prohibited by university policy, and we take these claims seriously. Athletic Director Derek uh, Gregg, G-R-A-G-G, informed players and coaches of the inquiry on Wednesday. Northwestern did not specify if the allegation came from a player or involved players, coaches, or staff. school says its uh, athletic department will fully cooperate with the investigation. They uh, had a rough season, ended in... Late November, 1-11, an unusually uh, bad year under Coach Pat Fitzgerald, who signed a contract extension. And I'm I'm hoping that the investigation finds that Fitzgerald had nothing to do with this, no knowledge of it, and didn't ignore something. Uh, Generally, it's the seniors (laughs) that uh, go about uh, with this hazing uh, and all throughout the course of, uh, uh, especially in professional football, when, hey, rookie, pick up my bags and things of that nature. So uh, in the meantime, again, I'm going through just the transfer portal for LSU. Uh, Of course, one person that did take advantage of the transfer portal for LSU is Zai Alexander, a Naloraville native who uh, started, played his first two or three years over at Southeast. Eastern uh, entered the portal. Uh, LSU made an offer to him, and he took it. So uh, he'll be on the LSU football team next fall. Uh, Alexander uh, was a cornerback at uh, Southeastern uh, under Coach uh, Frank Selfo. Had an opportunity to enter the portal, did. And LSU uh, offered him a scholarship, and he took it. So he'll be playing for the Tigers this year. Uh, First time in, uh, I'm trying to remember, maybe – Oh, years uh, when uh, Lauraville native uh, played for the Tigers back in the day, a linebacker. His name escapes me, but uh, uh, first time uh, we'll see that. Just another going- another Westgate player transferred as well. Uh, former Westgate defensive back Keydrain Callaghan committed to Jackson State during a recent visit to the school. He's got two years of eligibility left. Uh, he had played three seasons at UL Monroe, but he is transferring to Jackson State. I hope he's aware that Dion left. 
That's right. I hope he, he right. knew that going into that decision. Uh, that's right. Uh, I don't know. Have they hired a new coach? I'm trying to recall if they have. I think they have. I can't remember who I, it was. I, I can't believe he would head there without knowing who the head coach was. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with that, too. Coach, uh, prime time's up in Colorado, and uh, he's pulled a few players with him. Of course, his son, a uh, pretty good collegiate quarterback, followed him uh, up to uh, – uh, Colorado to Boulder, where he'll be uh, participating in spring practice with uh, the Buffaloes. So uh, interesting. Uh, a lot of moving and shaking with the transfer portal for college athletes, too. Anyway, uh, also a college athlete, you mentioned Northwestern, has transferred from Northwestern to Tulane, a defensive halfback, I think by the name of A.J. Hampton, will be playing uh, for the Green Wave uh, uh, this fall. Meanwhile, today in sports history, January the 12th, uh, 1920 on this date, uh, the annual drafting of baseball players from the minors uh, to be done in reverse order of the final standings. That was agreed to by management. People don't realize the open free agent market uh, began in 1965. Rick Reichardt, I think, was the first player ever drafted, number one, and signed, I think, back then for $100,000. And everybody was going, whoa, $100,000, 1965. Elsewhere in 1946, the NFL champs, the Cleveland Rams, are given permission to move to Los Angeles. And forevermore, the Los Angeles-St. Louis Rams uh, were made. <laughs> Elsewhere on this date in 1951, Ezra Charles knocks out TKO Lee Alma in 10 for the heavyweight boxing title. On this date in 52, the second NFL Pro Bowl in the L.A. Coliseum. The National Conference beats the American Conference 30-13. to MVP Dan Toller. Casey Avenue, who Dan Toller was. He was a fullback for the Rams. In 1958, the eighth NFL Pro Bowl at the L.A. Coliseum. The West Conference beats the Eastern Conference. MVPs Hugh McElhenney. I remember him well, playing for the 49ers. And Gene Brito for the Redskins, now commanders, the defensive end. In 1958, this took place. Kind of changed college football up, too. They added the two-point conversion for the 58th season uh, to go to football scoring. Other than then, uh, I can't recall when the Louisiana High School went to the two-point system, but I do know when I was a senior in high school, uh, you still ran or threw the football for a one-point conversion. And not sure when they changed that, but uh, that was back in the day. Catholic High still was playing at Lord G. Porter. Elsewhere on this date, 1960, uh, Dolph Shays is the first NBAer to score over 15,000 points. On this day in 1964, the 14th NFL Pro Bowl, the West Conference beat the Eastern Conference. MVPs, Johnny Unitas of the Colts and Gino Marchetti of the Colts, a defensive end. On 1966, Coach Red Orbach records his 1,000th NBA career victory. Uh, regular season and playoffs with a win over the Lakers in Boston. In 67, Louisville draft board refuses to exempt Muhammad Ali from the draft. Of course, uh, that went on, and Ali uh, relinquished his uh, boxing title, uh, deferring not to enter uh, – the uh, draft board uh, didn't give him an exemption, as we said. 1969, on this date, who can forget it? The Jets beat the Colts. Uh, MVP Joe Namath had guaranteed it 16-7 to down in Miami. And uh, and Broadway Joe became infamous with that, uh, I guarantee you, we will win. 1975, on this date, Super Bowl IX at Tulane Stadium as the Steelers win their first NFL uh, championship by beating the Vikings 16-6. to MVP of the game, the late Franco Harris, uh, running back for the Steelers at that game. That, was, that game was cold. That, and even though the coldest game on record was a 71 game at Tulane Stadium, the sun shone that day, and the, that particular game was just wet and damp, probably about 45 degrees, had a little wind blowing at old Tulane Stadium. But, man, it was cold. 1983, Brooks Robinson and Warren Marshall uh, enter the Baseball Hall of Fame. In 1992, the highest-scoring NCAA basketball game, between Troy State Trojans and the DeFry Hoyas. You ready? 258 to 149 mm. at Troy, Alabama. They, they must have had people playing under the goal where they throw the ball in and make a layup. <laughs> I don't see how you can run the floor and score 258 points in a regular game, a 40-minute game. Elsewhere on this date in 2017, Justin Thomas at 23 becomes the youngest player to shoot a sub-round of 60 of a 59 in the opening round of the Sony Open, which is taking place this weekend at the Country Club up in Hawaii. He also won the tournament, too. 
He better shooting a 59 in the opening round. Elsewhere, birthdays today. Born on this date in 1944, smoking Joe Frazier, the heavyweight champion of the world and a gold medalist in 64, born in Buford, South Carolina. Also born on this date in 1947, Tom Dempsey. Boy, who can remember Tom Dempsey on All-Pro in 69 with the Saints. The longest uh, winning field goal of 63 yards. He was born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The man with a half a foot. And I can still remember Al Wester making that call on WWL Radio. Uh, and uh, just a, what a great uh, moment in Saints history. Anyway, uh, deaths on this date. Uh, of course, who could forget this man? I think the greatest uh, uh, college sports announcer. Keith Jackson passed away on this date in 2018. Of course, ABC, Monday Night Football, college football. He was 89 years of age, and uh, Keith Jackson was just, uh, uh, to me, the epitome of a, uh, just a terrific college football announcer. And I, I'm going to go to the quote of the day from Keith Jackson also. <laughs> he said, you know, this whoa Nelly thing is overrated. He said, there are all kinds of stories going around. People said I had a mule in Georgia named Nelly. He said, well, we had a mule in Georgia, but her name was Pearl. <laughs> Keith Jackson, I can still hear him say, Alabama. Keith Jackson, my favorite uh, college sports announcer. Jeff, that's today in sports history on January the 12th, uh, a Thursday. Real good. Once again, as you mentioned, uh, abbreviated version of Bayou Sports. Tomorrow following the cane fishing and hunting show. That begins at about 7.10, uh, then at about 7.45, Bayou Sports will kick off. Tomorrow, big thanks to our sponsors, including Schwing Insurance Agency, Cane Rope Golf and Turf Club, the Quarter Tavern, by the way, bingo night tonight at the Quarter Tavern, L.A. Classic Roofing, and Jacob Landry, candidate for State Representative, District 49. 